Welcome to Heartfelt Awakening Radio. I am your host, Denny Van. We are continuing our transformational journeys to spirit. You've been in our group pretty much since the beginning. I have? Oh, okay. I think so, yeah. I I don't want to get back on Facebook, but I kind of looked. I think you've been a member since 2019. I think we started in 2018, but I could double check that. But I loved your response to the post and I think I think that's what we wanted to to really expand on your experience because Heartfelt Awakening Radio is about transformational journeys to spirit Mm -hmm. and you being on this journey and what you went through Mm -hmm. and you saying that it's not easy to put this into words, but I went through and experienced schizophrenia in a much more different and interesting manner. So that right there, it's like, I want to know this story. I want to know your experience with what you've gone through. How old were you when you started this journey? I was uh, 29 years old. And um, I, for a long time, I was... Uh, in the mental health field, under the diagnosis of depression and ADHD. So I had been seeing doctors and therapists and things like that and on certain medications for some time. But it wasn't until um, I reached the age of 29, and it was 1999, where I had my awakening experience, transformation, whatever you know terminology we use to... Uh, uh, psychosis even, or the Kundalini awakening. Um, so that, that's when I was, uh, hit with that, if you will. Yeah. So at 29 years old and you're experiencing what now they labeled schizophrenia and you mentioned that it's different and interesting. What do you mean by that? It's different and interesting that how I framed it, it's actually a metaphorical experience that transform you from one perspective of reality to to a a wholly different perspective. And it happening right in the midst of an experience. So how I, try to imagine it is, is using the metaphor of the caterpillar and the uh, butterfly going through that cocoon phase. It's like the caterpillar within its own self has transformed its outer uh, body that becomes a cocoon. And in, and in that cocoon is where it's physically changing. You know, it, 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 it is going through a metamorphosis that it's called. And within that, all the physical features of it is changing. Uh, And then at a certain point in time, it evolves into the the caterpillar. I believe we go through the same thing as, as schizophrenics to where we are inside our own cocoon, if you will, in our mind, and everything is changing our perception of the world, the way we hear things, the way we see things, 
the brain is undergoing a complete, not a complete, incomplete. It's going, it's on, it's going, it's undergoing a change. And you could actually see this change happening in an MRI. And doctors have used that to say that that is the indication of the diagnosis of schizophrenia or the disease itself. It's that it's that physical change that they see from that goes from a normal MRI image to a schizophrenic image. But how I view that is the evidence of that that change right there happening right in, in, in internally within us, where the perspective of who we are, and I and I framed it as we're being human, human going from human caterpillars to human butterfly to where that perspective is being changed. That awareness is being changed. Uh, shifting, yes. Uh, going yeah. through a shifting yeah, metamorphosis, right. yeah. transformation. Yeah. And it's yeah. happening right inside the, 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 the human body. Uh, but the human body of a schizophrenic does not know what it's going through. So it's going to listen the person is going to listen to the outside world and believe that they're having an illness. You're sick. Something is wrong with you. Uh, you need medication. You know, all, all, all of that. Uh, but for me, it's been interesting to say, oh, hey, it's not an illness. This is not an illness. This is a complete transformation of somebody's perspective, awareness to where you see yourself now, for me, I see myself now as that caterpillar that can see things from a different perspective and say where I was in my awareness, you know, back when I was 29 compared to my age right now where I'm 50. And I'm like, nothing, nothing in my physical body has changed. It's just that my awareness and my perception is, is, is changed about all this. So it's like I have that, that butterfly awareness, if you will, to where I see things from a different perspective and I can see others who are going through the same thing that I've gone through to say, oh, I know where they are. I understand what they're going through, uh, but they have to go through that experience for themselves, just like any other uh, butterfly have to go through that metamorphosis for themselves. You're right, because I know if, if, if you see a cocoon trying to break out of the cocoon, it's become a butterfly. If you help it along, it won't be able to fly. Exactly. So yeah. this is really important. So as someone who is looking out, experiencing symptoms of schizophrenia and looking out of themselves for help, you're saying go inside and be in this cocoon and, and be inside that it's yeah. okay. Yeah. And so everything physically changed through the brain being completely rearranged. Mm -hmm. So your, you, you mentioned that your sight and the new way of seeing things is called delusion. I'd like to talk more about that. Your sight and the new way of seeing things is called delusion. Can you talk mm -hmm. more about that? Well, when that happens... It's like you imagine things that are uh, in your perception. You see um, images that other people don't see. You see wordings 
being rearranged and having different meanings, you see, uh, you see things. You 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 see things that feel messages like- and number patterns, right? Yes, you'll notice yes. like all of these patterns, and yes. you'll notice those things. Yes. yes, and then and then you go around trying to explain them to family, friends, and loved ones, and they're like, "What in the world are you?" talking about <laughs> you know you're just these things no 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 i don't see what you see but those things are happening as a part of the transformation that is happening within the human cocoon you know being that 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 person yeah mm-hmm. and you talk about your hearing and the different ways of producing sound is now referred to as hallucinations hallucinations yes Yes, because by definition, that's what hallucinations mean. You're hearing things. So you you pick up vibrations in the ether in terms of what's coming from the TV, what's coming from the radio, what's actually even coming from somebody's voice uh, is then changed and transformed in a subtle way that that is trying to help you become the butterfly you're meant to be. and you have to have a great deal of discernment to be able to uh, distinguish between what is helping you and what is going to hurt you. And a lot of people, a lot of schizophrenics and a lot of people who are going through this, you know, they can't make that discernment very well. Uh, And hence, you know, the paranoia, they don't know who to trust, Uh, you know, the FBI, the CIA, the three, all these three-letter agencies are out to get them. And, uh, uh, and they feel that people are trying to kill them. And what's being killed, quote-unquote, is the caterpillar, you know, former perspective that it had about the perception of the world into growing into this, this new perception of understanding itself, the human person, the human body, and it's, you know, the life that it's having, uh, in the, in the moment that, you know, we call life, you know, very powerful. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah. So it, so, you know, in talking with people, they'll disclose to me, well, you know, I, I hear this person, it could be grandma, it could be Albert Einstein, it could be Carl Jung, you know, it doesn't matter. I hear this person and I'm afraid to share that with anyone. So that, hallucinations and hearing those things, what would you tell someone who is going through and experiencing that part of the process? Wow. Yeah. That part of the process is very interesting, very tricky because they are hearing, you know, voices from afar to some extent and that that goes back to what I was explaining about discernment. So you have to be able to discern uh, which one of those voices are helpful versus harmful. And what I, for myself, I've placed the voice, the voices, if you will, I've placed the voices to um, what I would describe as, hmm, how this is strange, but, you know, a lot of people don't believe me when I try to explain it to them, and it's hard. But I, I, I put the voices with 
the earth having the ability to communicate and having the, having this ability to communicate in a way where uh, it's almost like how a dog would try to communicate with its owner. Uh, it don't have the verbal, the dog don't have the verbal cues, the verbal traits to be able to say directly the words that we're sharing now, same as the earth, but it does have the ability to communicate. And it's going to use whatever means it, it think it can use to, you know, so you can hear and realize, hey, I'm talking to you. Yes, you. I'm specifically talking to you. You know what I mean? No, 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 no don't try to, you know, think that you're, you know, you're losing your mind or whatever. I'm speaking directly to you. I'm trying to get your attention. I'm trying to let you understand what's happening here. So you can help me because you and I in this situation together, whether you think we're separate or not, and I need your help. And the people are looking like, who's talking to me? Where's, where, where's this voice is coming from? You see? So they associated with Jesus or Carl Jung or God is talking to them or even the devil, you know, uh, but somebody's there uh, in their and that moment communicating with them. And so that, you know, that discernment again is, is tricky. It is very tricky and discernment is so powerful and having support is probably vital. And mm -hmm. you, you mentioned that your state of the world as a human caterpillar is being reconstructed and that's called psychosis. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and again, you know, those terms are necessary and needed now in a sense to where if you're going to frame this experience as an illness, then you frame it that, that way to get support to some extent. So, and, and also it identifies the experience happening. And so, but it's what you associate with the word. So it, it's all a matter of languaging. You know, it's a matter of languaging to where if you can transform those words, like how are you do, you're doing now in your program by saying uh, when a person is going through uh, a psychotic experience or a kind of, you know, a psychotic, psychotic break, those breaks in that experience is more of an awakening. But how do you accept that term? How do you understand that term? How do you relate to that term? to where it's healthier as opposed to um, the doctor going to you and said, oh, well, you're schizophrenic, you're having psychosis, here are these drugs and these medications. They might be experimental, that's okay. And we've had them around for generations and we've used hundreds and thousands of different variations of these medications, but hey, <laughs> we, we, we're going to focus on what might be work and be magical for you. <laughs> so, And that's key for you because every person going through this is having their own oh, mm -hmm. experience. It. And, yeah. you know, you, you, you share so much in the group. Thank you for sharing in the group. I really, really appreciate it because mm -hmm. I'm going off what you wrote in, in one of the posts here. And you wrote those witnessing and studying the metamorphosis of your experience are called psychologists. How your brain is being changed is viewed through the eyes of psychology.
as caterpillars themselves. Mm. So I, I'd love for you to expand more on this because this is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate the compliment. And, and again, it, it, the wording of this has been a struggle for me because, but that's how I see it and understand it and, and for myself and how I see it and understand it for others. It's sort of like, you know, caterpillars uh, trying to explain to other caterpillars, you know. You don't want that cocoon thing, that psychosis. We got to do everything to prevent that cocoon thing. (laughs) (laughs) And, and you know, I got to tell you that there there is an image. I don't know if you saw the image that I I mean that actually triggered this this, uh, idea for me to discuss this. It was an image. Or, or a meme, or I don't know what we call it on Facebook, but a picture where uh, a caterpillar and a butterfly is sitting at a table and the caterpillar then reference to, I mean, the, uh, the caterpillar reference to the butterfly, oh, you've changed. And, uh, and so the butterfly responded and said, we're supposed to. And that was like, that was powerful to me, you know? Because it was like, wow. Aha moment, yeah. Yes, yes. We're supposed to, yes. Yes, you know. And, uh, so, but, the, but it leaves the caterpillar stumped to say, wait, what are you talking about we're supposed to change? But he hasn't, he hasn't gotten there to that point. You know what I mean? He's still at that, uh, that, that, that caterpillar stage. So I see uh, psychologists and people in this profession in that frame of mind to where, oh, that's why they can never get us because they're not at that, that, that caterpillar stage. You know what I mean? I mean, they're not at that butterfly stage. They still in that caterpillar frame of mind. And yes, uh, they are caterpillars themselves. And you say they can only guess and assess what you are experiencing because by their standard of measurement, you shouldn't have the ability to change into something yeah, new. Yeah. Growth is complete as an adult, or yeah. is it? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we've been lied to. Yeah, yeah definitely. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> no worries. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yes, 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 yes. And and again, how do you make the distinction of who's telling the truth and who's telling the lie when these are professionals and doctors and they're supposed to know what they're talking about, yes? <laughs> so, they uh, are supposed to know what they're talking about, yes. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about, but here you are doing exactly that, doing so right before the very eyes of those who love and care for you. So you go on to about... You know, as a newly formed butterfly tries to grow and extend its metaphorical wings and climb out of the cocoon of its own making, there are others describing that experience as mental illness or psychiatric disorder. But yeah, you know, it's like that. And um, it's one where hmm, it's quite interesting to see the different perspective, you know what I mean? And that's what the awakening is all about. It's all about the different perspective. But then whose perspective? See, that's what's been the fight all along between, you know, the professionals and the client themselves. It's like whose perspective has it right on this? You know, the professionals, 
you know, say that, and the family members who support them say, no, our, our perception of this situation is correct. You're not supposed to be changing and transforming in anything. And then the person was like, yeah, I'm not supposed to be changing and transforming in anything, but yet I can't help it. Yes. You know, it, 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 it's happening. And uh, that, you know, that takes me back to what I was mentioning earlier about the earth trying to, you know, communicate with us to say it's time to transform. And I write about this in, uh, in my book, um, Schizophrenia, uh, when mind, body, and spirit goes to war. And uh, I, I use this butterfly metaphor to speak on that uh, explanation. And so, you know, that, that, that was pretty powerful for me. And, and a lot of this, it's sort of like for me, it's a revelation, you know, to the point where it's an aha moment. And I was like, that makes me okay with being a schizophrenic because I understand it in the sense that, oh, even the, even the word schizophrenia and schizophrenic, I mean, by definition, schizophrenia means split mind. So you've split away from a previous understanding of yourself as a caterpillar to a new understanding of yourself. If you can reach there, if you can get there safely um, to where you're that, that human butterfly. But uh, as society, you know, the, the, the caterpillars among us are trying to kill, keep us caterpillars, trying to keep us into our cocoons, trying to say, you know, I'm not sure what's going on with you, but not, you're not supposed to be able to, you know, have these abilities, you know, these uh, psychic abilities, these, uh, what else do they call them? Uh, telepathy and, you know, uh, these sort of um, sixth sense type abilities. And those things do happen. Do, you know, that is part of transformation. That is part of when you're going from that caterpillar to that butterfly. These things are part of that transformation where you do have those abilities. But again, those things that, you know, the human understanding of those frame them as an illness, as a disease, as something wrong with the brain. And uh, uh, if we get the right combination of medication, we'll, we'll make that all go away. And, you know, sometimes it, it does. I'm not going to knock the medication because I, I still, you know, rely on my medication to keep me stable and, uh, and uh, from, from going too far to the right of the butterfly. <laughs> so, keeping that balance, yeah. Because you still grounded, yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. You mentioned that you you said I only went through an incomplete metamorphosis where nothing visible has changed on the outside. However, on the inside, I came through that experience awakened to a different perspective and new reality of being a human insect. Wow. <laughs> Wow, freaking amazing wow. you did say all of that <laughs> i love it <laughs> wow wow yeah so you know with that again using the butterfly is a beautiful beautiful metaphor using that I, and, and and what part of my research in doing this is i had to look into the life cycle of a butterfly because and i when i when i did that i googled it, i said the life i wanted to search and find out what the life cycle of a butterfly was all about and uh, understand the different, you know, wording and the language here between what is a complete metamorphosis versus what is incomplete. And what I learned as, uh, is a, a complete metamorphosis 
is where you com completely change physically into something completely different. Uh, for example, uh, a toad. Uh, not a toe. What do you call those baby ones? Those um, uh, tadpoles. Tadpoles. Yes, yes. <laughs> tadpoles. They they undergo a complete metamorphosis because they change from one. No legs, two legs. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And uh, but an incomplete metamorphosis is where you change, but not. To where you're a completely different variation of yourself, you know what I mean? Uh, and I and I and I suspect that human beings have that ability, and and that is visible in schizophrenia uh, and schizoaffective and other and and uh, you know the other uh, diagnosis that comes from anxiety, depression, uh, bipolar, and the rest is sort of part of that. Uh, initial uh, transformation from, you know, complete to incomplete and things like that. So for me, that was distinction that I was fascinated about. I loved it. I was like, oh, my God, that made so much sense. So I then started saying to myself, aha, we are simply human butterflies and human, you know, things like that to the where, oh, we're not really human beings. Well, you could say we're human beings, but we're human beings being butterflies. <laughs> you know, we're different variations of them. And the butterflies themselves, to me, was symbolic of being able to visually see us, quote unquote, in insect form. If that makes sense. I don't know. I hope I didn't go too far off there. You know, it's like I'm a Trekkie in sci-fi, so I totally went right there with an image, you know. <laughs> Cardassian or something. <laughs> oh, the, the reptilian. Wait. <laughs> right. So so having so for me, the life cycle of a butterfly was a visual representation of what we as human beings go through, but it's more as human beings, we would not we would not see ourselves or equate ourselves to being insects like to that extent, but we're like, mm, to me, I've entertained this thought to say, are, 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 why, why aren't we insects? You know, <laughs> we're, we're all connected somehow. Yeah, exactly. Yes, um, yes, it's, yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah. You, you mentioned that, it's interesting how the life of a butterfly is very similar to our own. The life meaning its stages, right? So we have it's all stages. of these stages. Yes. yes. Yet. Very much so. Mm -hmm. Very yet much you, so. Yes. And, and, I, and, I, and I speak on that in the extent that we believe that once we hit adulthood, you know, from 18, 25, 35, that we start changing and growing to some extent. That we're, we're you know, we, we call ourselves adult and, and that's supposed to be a final uh complete you know version of ourselves from from embryo to toddler to teenager to adult and once you reach that adult that that's it uh but i've entertained the idea to say no 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 there's that's not it at all especially with a schizophrenic we're still um going through you know changes and those changes take it take play, play, place you know within the brain within the mind within the consciousnesses of who we are that uh 
and then if you can get to the point of where we are now in terms of awakening, I would then say, you know, there's a level of completeness in that because then you get it. Then you realize, then you understand, uh, you, you start to make a difference in a way where you care about the planet differently. You care about the people differently. You look to, you know, you have more of a gratitude. You have a, you know, you have a completely, you know, you, you go from being self selfish to self-aware, you know what I mean? And, and I think at the end of the day, that is the calling that most schizophrenics have or people in the mental health field. And those are the callings that uh, when, when, when we speak about calling, that is what it's all about being called to transform and change to the, to the point where uh, we heal the planet, you know, as opposed to hurting it to the, to the extent that we uh, are doing now that some of us don't even believe we even, you know, are involved in. So that's part of that awakening uh, that goes in line with the calling. And again, part of that distinction between an incomplete uh, metamorphosis versus a complete metamorphosis. Exactly. I love that. Love mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. After you talk about um, how the cycle of a butterfly is very similar to our own, you say, yet we would dare not see ourselves from that perspective. What mm. would it mean to the establishment? Yes. What would it mean? <laughs> is that not a profound question statement what would it be because it's basically we would be turning the whole thing right side up or upside well upside down and right side up you know we would completely be you know changing that dynamics to the point where uh it's 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 then where we we bring more balance to the situation where it's more healing and it brings more credibility to who we are as awakening beings, uh, you know, on this spiritual journey saying, no, this is not about your framework of an illness. This is something, there's something more to it that is more environmentally healthy for us. And if you allow us this chance, you know, we could, we could uh, you know, explain this to you a little bit better. But right now, you know, a lot of us, and even myself, you know, we struggle with being able to communicate and explain to, you know, the caterpillars of the world where it makes sense to them. So, yeah. And then, so, and then we do podcasts like this to try to, you know, reach out to people in the, in the meantime. It's a so, fantastic way to reach out to people. So I'm, I'm grateful for this opportunity. Yeah. And thank you so much for being, uh, you know, a value member of our group. And um, you, uh, you brought some, wonderful light to this topic of schizophrenia and uh, starting on this journey at 29 years old and now being 50. Mm -hmm. um, what would you tell someone who is maybe on this journey? Hmm. Wow. That, that is a, that is a tough one right there because I, there's no easy way if you will, uh, to tell somebody anything about their particular journey outside of sharing what I've gone through, my experience. So like I've done in the group. And so it's not a matter of me 
advising someone to um, do a particular thing or uh, which would be kind of difficult too, because they, you know, they have other people in their ears talking and telling them and saying things, you know, this is the way it's supposed to go. And that goes back to that, that level of discernment. But I will tell you this, I will tell you this. I, I remember at 20, 29 years old, it was almost like a magical calling of some, I, I, it's still very hard for me to explain. And a lot of people don't believe it when I share it, but I came in contact with a, a book called Conversations with God. And that book is written by uh, author Neil Donald Walsh. And how I came in contact with that book is my brother was visiting from college one day and he just happened to have these collections of audio books that, uh, that sat on his, uh, his desk. And my wife picked it up and she saw it and she thought that the title was interesting. Um, and it was audio tapes. And I think she might've listened to maybe one little snippet of it. And she was like, no, nope, this is not for me because it wasn't ideally the Christian point of view of understanding the God that was, uh, that she had grew up with. So she listened to like a snippet of it. And, and so she asked me then to return the audio books to my, to my brother. Oh boy. Why did she have to hand it to me to do that? <laughs> because <laughs> curiosity. Divinely directed, yes. Yeah, curiosity <laughs> got the better of me. And I was like, huh, conversation with God, huh? Okay, all right, let me see what this is all about. So I happened to be driving home. And back then my car had, uh, these were when we had uh, audio cassettes in the cars. So I, I started playing this thing and it was very striking and interesting to me. And it was about a, a guy having a dialogue with the God of his understanding. You know, he had befallen some hard time and he was very angry with God and he wanted answers. You know, he wanted to know what was happening in life that making his life so difficult and, and, and treacherous. And he could, not, he could think of nobody else to go to but to vent and frustrate and have his, his beef with the, the, the big guy himself, the, you know, the, the, the being out there that we, we label as God. And so he, he, uh, he vented. And the way he vented was uh, on a on paper dialogue, as he described it, that he was writing down his, his frustration. He was writing down in the middle of the night, he woke up and he was writing down all these questions that he had for God. And then as he described it, a voice, a voiceless voice came to him and started giving him the answers and basically said, uh, so are you just venting or you really want answers to these questions? And uh, he looked around and he was like, who's talking? And so, again, this is one of those schizophrenic moments. And he himself would not describe himself as, as uh, being a schizophrenic. But here he was having a conversation with God, what, which is what most typical schizophrenics claim, uh, you know. Uh, they claim to be talking to God or if not being God themselves. And that's, that's a whole different topic right there I can get into later on. But he had this, this, this conversation that went on for quite some time to where he wrote and that, that, that book, Conversation with God, and became a bestseller. And he wrote a couple of series of books that followed that. But I followed and listened to those books intently to where that helped me through my transformation. Those, those 
that teaching, the experience that he had made it clear for me to say that, oh, as much as the world was telling me that I was ill, my brain, something was wrong with my brain and I had a disorder and I needed to take medication for life. Here, this book was saying, no, you're having a conversation with me. And since I can't talk to you directly, I'm going to use, you know, this person, Neil, Donald Walsh, to make things clear for you. And oh, my goodness, things became very clear. So I listened to those tapes, uh, that audio book intently to the point where things. um, So so things became very. uh, It took some time. It wasn't an overnight process. It took, uh, you know, five, 10 years or so of just listening to the series of books that uh, he would write along the way. And uh, that till this day became a part of my uh, my growth, my transformation, my metamorphosis, my understanding. And to and, and so I could not really say to someone, uh, you know, in a few words, you know, anything specific that would uh, uh, help them along in their journey. But I, you know, I could, you know, again, mention that book, uh, that author. I could also mention my book, Schizophrenia, um, When the Mind, Body, and Spirit Go to War. Uh, and um, I mean, hmm. It's, it's one of those things where I love that question because every day I run into and I see other schizophrenics and I, and I wish I could answer. I wish I could produce a result of that, that question that you asked me in a snap of my finger, but it's like, it's, it's impossible. Uh, and it's one of those things where I see other schizophrenics going through what they're going through, but I can't say or do anything specifically you know, to assist them in their transformation and their their thing, and I and I and I got it, and I realized that this has to be a community effort. You know, we all have to come to this new level of uh, awareness, a new consciousness, if you will, through this podcast, through other people bringing forth these type of messages. It has to be a conscious level change, uh, and not just an individual. Uh, uh, change, if you will. I don't know if I'm if I made myself clear in that, but that's yes, because you don't want to help them unwrap their cocoon to get to their wings, because then they right. won't be able to fly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good, awesome. So your book is called Schizophrenia: When When Mind, Body, and Spirit Goes to War. Mm-hmm. Is that on Amazon or is it a yeah, book? Yeah, it's in, it's in, it's in, it's available on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, we'll put a link to that um, in the in the show notes. We'll oh, put okay. a link to that in the description. Have, uh, yeah, and I also have a website. It's um, uh, we don't have the www. Well, I guess you can find it with the www stuff, but it's www.sza.life. So I have a website there that uh, anybody is interested, or they can go straight directly to uh, Amazon and purchase it there. But the the website sort of gives a lead into, you know, the source material and give a little background about myself and um, and things of that nature. So 
Excellent. Thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your transformational journey to spirit. What an awesome transformation. What an awesome journey. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. (laughs) Thank you for inviting me. And I love it. I appreciate it. And I'm hoping that maybe we can do this again. Absolutely. This has been fun. This has been fun. I like this. This is fantastic. Thank you so much. Okay.